0: This is TF Wire, Transformers We Can Review, Episode 42, recorded June 4th, 2006, and is brought to you by bigbadtoystore.com. Welcome to TF
1: Wire. It's the Fingerholes Magnus. We shall call you new Soundwave. It pays to get Transformers cos. You get girls. This is Matrix Prime AW 64. This is Matt Spada. This is
0: Curious, and Transform
2: Transformer, chill out.
0: Hello and welcome to Transformers Week in Review aka TF Wire. I am Jesse/Matrix slash Matrix Prime and on this week's show I am joined by Spada. Hello and Curious. Good morning. Awa64 is graduating today, so he won't be joining us.
2: Congrats, Awa! (laughs) Woo!
0: Okay, so on to the news. Our first news story this week, pictures from the Transformers movie set have been leaked. A few days ago, a German website posted pictures taken from the upcoming Transformers live-action movie set, and several TF websites mirrored them, but at this time, they have all been taken down per the request of the source. The pictures included a yellow 1970s Camaro and the new Camaro concept, which is rumored to be Bumblebee. The pictures also included several shots of a Selene police car with a Decepticon symbol in the badge on the side of the car, several pictures of a tank, as well as a few shots of the shooting location itself.
2: Second BotCon exclusive figure revealed. The Transformers Collectors Club has posted an official preview of the second figure in the BotCon collection, which is set to be Beast Wars Dinobot. This figure, which is a repaint of Armada Hoist, has a color scheme based on the recently released 10th anniversary Dinobot, and also includes a brand new head sculpt. Pictures of both the robot and the vehicle mode can be found at BotCon.com.
0: Story number three, Transformers the Moony... The Moony? Transformers the movie 20th Anniversary Edition. Though two years late, Sony, the company who currently holds the rights to the Transformers animation, will be releasing a special edition version of the animated movie this November. In the press release for this announcement, Sony has stated that the movie will include behind-the-scenes extras, exclusive interviews with cast and crew, new footage, and interactive interactive games. To keep up to date on all the latest DVD news, check out Transformers the movie DVD.com.
2: Story number four. Hasbro launches Transformers Titanium website. Found at Hasbro.com slash Titanium Series, the website includes several listings, some of which include The Ark, Beast Wars Megatron, and Bumble, Hyphen B, which is a new spelling. (laughs) Unicron and War Within Prime and Megatron. Each of the listings include the tech spec data for that figure, with the arcs giving several facts about the shuttle itself.
0: And our last story this week, new Masterpiece figure information. BigBadToyStore.com has confirmed that the upcoming Masterpiece 04 Convoy with Trailer will feature a trailer that will have the ability to open just like the original G1 figure. But there's still no information on what accessories or detailing, if any, will appear within the trailer itself. On the Masterpiece Starscream front, hobbylinkjapan.com has posted a picture that shows the figure hovering in robot mode. The included stand, which was previously only shown holding the figure in jet mode, will also support the figure in robot mode to create the illusion of flying. And that's the news.
1: Yay! Yay!
0: Okay, so the Transformers movie pictures.
1: Very, very interesting. Yes. Uh, the. 1970s Camaro, uh, the pictures that I saw were... That thing got really beat up pretty good. (laughs) Yes. But the new Camaro looks astounding. Yeah, it's a hot-looking ride, huh? When I first... I remember reading about the... Oh, the Camaro might be coming out uh, in the next couple of years. And then I saw this Camaro. I thought, okay... This might actually be something that I'd want to purchase once I have a midlife crisis in a couple of years.
0: (laughs) Yes. So do you think there's any uh, truth to the rumor that it might be Bumblebee?
2: Well, it looks so gorgeous and sleek and highly polished and goddamn sexy that it looks more like like a Sunstreaker to me, because he was this sort of yellow vein, always polishing himself, uh, car of the Autobots. So, could be Bumblebee. Could be Sunstreaker.
1: My only concern is you've got this main character that... Okay, I can kind of see Bumblebee as the 1970s Camaro because in the 80s, he was a 1970s bug. There's no way I would I could buy Bumblebee being the 2008 Camaro. <laughs> I mean, that car just looks too hot for the character of Bumblebee. I agree with curious it would be a very good Sunstreaker. I'm not buying that it's Bumblebee, but unfortunately we'll have to wait and see.
0: So since Bumblebee couldn't be a uh, Volkswagen, which which uh, type of vehicle would you want him to be?
2: Well, he's never been anything other than a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, well, oh, he was a Gobot, actually, and that wasn't a Volkswagen Beetle, but the only incarnations we've seen have been Volkswagen Beetles, so we're not as uh, ready to accept other alternate modes as we are for other Transformers who have been... You know, Optimus Prime has been all sorts of trucks and fire engines.
1: Hmm. It's really hard to say what Bumblebee could be. Um, like Kira said, all we've seen him as, even when he was turned into Goldbug, he was still a but he was still a beetle.
0: You don't like so, you don't like the idea of uh, him being a Dodge Neon.
1: He could be a Dodge Neon. I mean, unfortunately, the Dodge Neon is being completely phased out this year. Yes. This is the last year they're making it. Yep. So. Why make him a car that, even though is popular, is mostly looked? I don't want to say looked down upon, but it's <laughs> what you're going to say, right? <laughs> the, it's not at the top of the list of a lot of people. Okay, well,
2: that's he, it. It could be a uh, smart car because they've uh, been featured in the Da Vinci Code movie now, as uh, you know, that backwards, crazy Parisian street chase, and so they've got a bit of a movie glitz going for them.
1: For all of our American listeners who have never been to Europe or have never seen a smart car, like me. imagine a golf cart with a full circular plexiglass surrounding, and it's only two seats, and electric.
0: <laughs> so it's nothing I want to drive down the highway?
1: You can't. <laughs> it, can't it can't go over 30, 30 to 35. That It's got a built-in limiter that won't let you do, it, do any faster. Uh,
0: you can strip that
1: out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's also electric.
0: Yeah, so you'll go, what, two miles? A 70? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, what about the Selene police car with the Decepticon symbol?
1: I have to say with the police car on the, s- on the back of the picture I saw, to punish and enslave instead of to protect and serve. I think that was awesome.
2: I, I thought that was a bit naff, personally, especially with the sort of very girly writing. Uh, But I'm just not used to police cars telling me things, because in England we just have them saying police, you know, very straightforward and simple. No manifesto on the side.
0: Isn't it kind of odd to have a Decepticon as a police car, though?
1: It is, but but on another hand, if you think about it, it's a really smart idea. Their deception, it's a way of blending in. They're pretending to be authority, and then they come up alongside you, and you're like, oh, crap.
2: Or maybe it's a subversive political message saying that the police are a brutal, oppressive state force <laughs> and not to be trusted in it. And Transformers is just a giant anti-establishment movie. Makes uh, sense to me. <laughs>
1: yeah, never thought of it like that. Also, in the, um, at the same time that Bum- in the 1970s Bumblebee is supposed to get wrecked up, that police car is supposed to get pretty banged up as well, apparently, from one thing I read.
0: Hmm, so maybe another uh, rebuild?
1: That's entirely possible.
0: So do you think the pictures of the tank we've seen, you think that's going to be Megatron?
1: Don't know. Oh. They said there were going to be two tanks. From the information that we have, Megatron was a tank, and then there was a possibility that there was a second tank.
2: There's also a possibility that Megatron might be an alien jet, so...
1: True. But I have to admit, the tank was very cool. It had two separate rotating turrets one on top of the one on top of each other that was very cool
0: okay so now about this bone crusher figure or uh character what the hell is it
2: i, I don't know
1: <laughs> i don't know either it's got a it's got a i don't know what it's we were talking yeah it's got a it's got an arm and I don't know. Maybe it maybe it likes to go up to ATMs and push the buttons at the <laughs> ATMs. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's. I have a friend at work who has been in the military for the past five or six years. I showed it to him, and he just looked at me and said, I have no idea what that thing is. But, like you said earlier, Jesse, it could be a, a mine-slash-IDE detector vehicle, because it looks really well armored.
0: Yeah, that was just just a theory I had. I honestly have no
1: idea what it is. I don't think a lot of uh, From that picture that I saw on a bunch of the forums, not many people knew what it was, or had a clue what it was, so...
0: <laughs> so we're not alone, huh?
1: No, we're yeah. not alone.
0: <laughs> okay, so, the second BotCon exclusive, Dinobot. Are you guys liking this figure?
2: Well when I first saw it uh, there was a lot of talk about well sorry when I first saw Hoist um, there was a lot of talk that his head base uh, head was based on uh, Beast Wars Dinobot so I'm not at all surprised they've chosen this figure but the color scheme is really quite odd um on the Hasbro site they've said uh, the colors aren't as they appear there is no black on this figure and then they've got a picture below of Dinobot in black so I don't know what the colour's going to look <laughs> like in real life sort of black and dark blue camo stripes, it's... Uh...
1: I have to agree with Curious. Uh, the only thing I can think of with the paint scheme is that they, the original figure had black stripes on a brown background on the tail. Maybe... Or was that the Fox Kids one? I'm not sure, but one of them, one of the figures had it. Maybe they're reversing it this time, but I... This figure is the third or fourth incarnation of this figure alone. I just... It's not that great of a figure, either.
0: Let's go. See, per, it, per, personally, I like the figure. I mean, I think what we've seen so far is way way above and beyond what we saw last year.
1: I, I agree with you on that point. Uh, what we've seen of the three that have been announced, or the two that have been announced <laughs> and the one that's speculative, yes. it's better than what we got last year. But at the same time... I just... all these molds, they're not molds that I particularly care for. And with both Primal and Dinobot, they kind of fly in the face of the abilities that they displayed in Beast Wars. Uh, The Dinobot mold as an excavator wears his sword. He had a sword in the show, and even in the original... even in the comics they talked about that he had a sword. So, I I don't know, maybe I'm just nitpicking it to the extreme <laughs> here, but I just, I would like to see a little bit of, um, I can't think of the word, the similarities. Yeah, they
2: did it really nicely when they re-released him as Longrack with the uh, arm kind of like doubling up as a giraffe arm and the head and everything, it kind of worked perfectly because the robot mode looked like uh, Longrack's robot mode and it just... It works a lot better than Dinobot, I feel. And, uh... Yes, exactly. Um.
0: Okay, so the Transformers The Movie 20th Anniversary Edition DVD.
1: (laughs) Woot! Yay! I'm so stoked about this. Um, I really hope they include a whole lot of extras. Because the first DVD release didn't have that many.
0: Right, it really only had the, uh... The interview and uh, <laughs> was that it? That's all I can think of. Yeah, well,
1: English, the interview. No, it had some storyboards. All right, I the storyboards too.
2: Uh, my English one uh, came with a segment from "I Love the 1980s," which auto played at the beginning uh, before it went into a really set of elaborate menus. And it came with a uh, photo gallery of a kind of scenes on, from the movie uh, with the quote from the movie: Oh, shit, what are we gonna do now?" on a constant loop. <laughs> which was a really odd choice of extras. I think um, someone at uh, Metrodome or Rhino, whoever released it, was kind of getting quite pissed at their boss and decided to throw a spanner in the works and just loop a swear word, but one of the extra features.
0: So Okay, so as far as extras go, I'm hoping we get some interviews with some of the G1 voice actors.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, I would love to see an interview with some of the writers um, to see what they put in and what got cut or what they originally visioned for certain stuff. Also, I'd love to see, a few years ago, I ran across, I don't, test footage for the movie? Where you saw Ultra Magnus in his diaclone colors, and you saw different shots shots done much differently. I really hope they decide to include that.
0: Well, they did say they would include new footage, so... That...
1: I am I'm just really really excited for this. Also, I real the one issue I've always had with the movie was you always had make right before the fight scene with Optimus and Megatron, you had Megatron smiling at something. What was he smiling about? He was just kind of hunched over smiling at something and then they started fighting. There were a few moments, that one moment It's always stuck with me as being, what was Megatron doing? He was just standing there. Okay, my rant is done on that. (laughs) Maybe he was just happy. (laughs) Yes, he he found some happy Energon juice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yay, I get to use my sword for the first and only time ever.
1: Okay, so moving on to the
0: Transformers titanium figures. Uh, Are you you guys going to pick these up?
1: I'm definitely going to pick up the 6-inch figures. So you de- it all depends on how the 3-inch figures look. I've seen pictures of them. I don't know how they're going <laughs> face to look face-to-face.
2: I'm really wanting to get my hands on War Within Optimus Prime, but uh, I think I might pass on the majority of the other ones. They just The collection itself just seems a bit bitty. You know, you've got one from Beast Wars, then a Generation 1, then War Within, then G.I. Joe, and there's no sort of collection to get. You just get one here, one there, and... You know, you can't really line them up all alongside each other, like you can with the main lines.
1: Well, from what I've seen of the Star Wars titaniums, they're very nice, but I want to see how the paint apps and the sculpting works for the Transformers.
0: Now, how much are the uh, Star Wars figures? Do you know?
1: Uh, off the top of my head, I think they're between 4 and $6, depending on what store you go to.
0: Okay, so they're about the price of a basic.
1: Yeah, they're about the price of a basic.
0: Yeah, I I don't know if I'm going to pick them up. Maybe like you were saying, I'll pick up the larger figures, War Within Prime. The one that actually transforms. Yeah. But these smaller ones, eh, I could take them or leave them.
1: I want to see how the arc is. If the arc looks nice, I might pick that one up.
0: They did mention on the website that there was a G1 uh, Megatron, but that was a... I don't know if it was just a misprint and they put up the wrong picture because we haven't seen any uh, G1 Megatron yet. Yeah, they've yet. just
2: got it shown along Cybertron Megatron or Galvatron, whichever one it is. And I haven't seen a. It, has there been a Cybertron Megatron shown as part of the Titanium line yet, or? Uh,
1: not that I've seen. No, it. Well, it, this is a. This line is really a wait and see. We really, we really have to wait and see on this one because the pictures. You know, it, if they had a picture that said actual size, maybe we could get an idea. I really don't care for the Unicron figure; it just looks odd. <laughs> but maybe that's just the lighting that I saw some of the pictures in. Oh, that's just you, Rod. Oh
2: no, it's a very pudgy, well, roundy figure. Duh! <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
2: very pudgy and rounded, like the old uh, Legends of Cybertron PVCs. You know, where everything was had like ball joints and very fudged edges, and they were puffy. Yeah. They're puffy. <laughs> like Greenway like Thought was. Super,
0: <laughs> superstar got to him, yes. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, and... Alright, la- moving on, yes. moving on. <laughs> Lastly, the Masterpiece figures. A transforming trailer. Good news?
1: Um, I'm waiting to see the details. Uh, the fact that it opens and closes. <laughs> whoop they do That doesn't interest you? Not really. <laughs> It, if it opens and closes, fine, yay. Does that really... Am I going to buy the figure again for $100 <laughs> roughly, with that's including shipping, for something that you could torture your little brother or sister with by closing it on their heads? I, I don't know. It. I want to see what's going to be in the trailer.
0: And what if there's nothing in the trailer?
1: Then, no. <laughs> If there's nothing in the trailer, I'm not going to pick it up. I don't need another one.
2: Well, I need another one because I've managed to break the head off my uh <laughs> oh. Blue's Optimus Prime. It's completely fallen to pieces and all held together with glue, <laughs> tack and super glue. So, uh, it's a perfect excuse to get the uh, figure again.
0: And we can hear you again. Woohoo. Yay. Yay.
2: <laughs> you make sense.
0: He but... stopped that bit to down. download. Oh, yeah, what
2: am I? yeah, all that, all that porn. <laughs> yeah, well, I know what I'm going to be doing after the show now. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay, so I guess that's the news, huh?
1: Yep. Oh, we didn't talk about Starscream at all. Do we want to talk, talk about Starscream? Starscream. Starscream looks pretty. I'm going to buy it.
2: I can't wait to get my hands on it. It's absolutely gorgeous, and I can't wait to see how the kind of toy continues to evolve and be redesigned. Because it's only the prototypes we're seeing at the moment, and. I want to see what right. else
1: that shoehorn in. I would very much like to see a stand that, like the uh, Gundam, like some of the new Gundams that are coming out, in the, uh, where you can actually angle the figure in a certain angle, and you can make it do a dive, or make if you could do it so that you can make the figure in multiple different poses in both modes, that would just be icing on the cake.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't seen those, but that would be great.
1: Well, judging by Master... So
0: is that the news now?
1: That's
2: news. <laughs> well, we've got... Twi- <laughs> you
0: could have finished what you were saying.
2: No. Okay, well, I'll say then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Masterpiece Optimus Prime, judging by him and he's got really heavy metal legs, I don't think you'll be able to get very dynamic poses in uh, flying mode for Starscream. You'll just be able to have them dangling there in a hovering robot mode, so... <laughs> I wouldn't hold up too much a
1: hope for that, Spader. Don't.
0: <laughs> is that the news now?
1: Yes, that is the news.
0: Okay, so up next we have a report from auto assembly by uh Curus, Right?
1: Right. Yes, by Curis, not Spada, by Curis. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate Transformers Rock
2: Ballad. Part one. This weekend I attended Auto Assembly Target 2006, Europe's largest Transformers convention. And rather than interview the guests, and ask them the same dull questions we've seen them answer a 100 times over, what's their favourite Transformer, how did they first get into comic books, why, are they like... I decided to get them all to contribute one line towards the ultimate Transformers rock ballad.
1: Simon Williams,
2: UK Transformers and Spider-Man artist. Primus's essence guides us towards the light. No, it's Primus's
1: essence guides us to the light. Yeah, ten syllables. (laughs) Damn it, Jim, I'm an artist, not a songwriter.
2: David Kaye, voice of Megatron. Okay, so i got to write something? Ten, ten, Ten syllables. Okay, English class. Oh, I sucked at English. And he very kindly even did it in the voice of Megatron.
1: Oh, excellent, yes, my darling ducky.
2: Andrew Wildman. One half of Wildfur. I don't guarantee to say anything remotely interesting. But <laughs> yeah, make me sound intelligent. <laughs>
1: yeah, battered
2: metal moving forward to fight. Thank you very much. You're more than welcome. Mike Collins. Transformers artist, and Brian Blessed wannabe. I've got the beard!
1: (laughs) Oil steam grinding rumbling,
2: rising clashing! Lee Sullivan, Transformers artist. Uh, I'd never use ten syllables where a thousand would do. Okay, so we'll have... uh, Galvatron Leering, here's Johnny! Simon Furman, author of every single Transformers comic book ever. How many syllables is that? The time warps here. The time warps here. He's a gon. I was- I was just rhyming with Johnny, you see. Ah, f- the time warps here. Hook! He's a gonny. Jason Cardi, Transformers colorist. Okay, i am narrated first. But you cannot destroy my destiny. Or. <laughs> I really can't do unicorn voice What does he do like Alright oh, then you do it Go on. You cannot destroy
1: my Destiny <laughs>
2: Destiny
1: But You cannot
2: destroy My Destiny Tune in next week to find out how exactly it all pans out in the recording studio. My thanks goes out to all the guests at Auto Assembly who helped contribute towards the ultimate Transformers rock ballad.
1: Hey, look at this! Uh, beer! Thank you for that report, curious oh, Yes, thank you. Great fun to do. It was great.
2: I've got to uh, contact thank my you. pianist and... Uh, Get him to come down to Nottingham (laughs) and uh, put down some nice, very gothic piano tracks for me the next week. All right.
0: Can't wait. Cool. Okay, so on to our discussion topic.
1: Yes, uh, this week we decided to go with a discussion topic of figure storage and display. We're going to talk about how the figures, how we uh, keep our figures stored uh, when we're not displaying them, and then when we do, what do we do when we display them? So, uh,. (laughs) Who would like to start? I'll go with uh, Matrix. Why don't you uh, kick us off?
0: For the storage aspect? How do I store yeah, them? Yeah, for the storage. Well, uh, ever since Robots in Disguise, I've uh, kept all the packaging for the figures. So whenever I'm not displaying those figures, they're put back in their in their boxes. And then I put them in big 25-gallon Rubbermaid containers. I found that's, that's the best way to store them. And for the for the loose figures, I guess I use uh, those big Ziploc freezer bags. I just put the figures in there, and then throw those in a 25-gallon <laughs> container. <laughs> and I think I've got oh 15 or 17 of those containers full of figures. So I've I've got quite a few of them.
1: What about you, Kyrus?
2: Well. Uh, My figures which are on display with spare parts, uh, like Generation 1 Megatron comes with all the extra stock and stands and rubber bullets. Uh, They're all put together in Ziploc bags, uh, which are then put into bigger Ziploc bags with other accessories from other toys, like all my Generation 1 accessories are kept together in separate bags in a big bag, and all the Armada ones are in another big bag, and they're all kept in a drawer alongside, uh, you know, like my trailers. Uh, And then the figures which aren't on display, or uh, lying at the end of my bed, or on top of my bookcase, or inside my wardrobe, or dangling from my picture rail, like all my Minicons are. I've got a whole wall in my room where all my Minicons are hung on wires. Uh, They're just... (laughs) And I can look up at them every night as I go to bed and drift off to sleep.
1: So do you have your Minicons with nooses around their necks, or are they just hanging from the (laughs) wire?
0: he's hanging them, trying to kill them. (laughs) Die, Minicon, die.
1: Uh, okay, Jesse or uh, Matrix Prime, there uh, has a little bit of a biased reaction to the Minicons. Uh, oh, come on, this isn't biased.
2: <laughs> I, I, I just love the way that I can slip them in my pocket and get out uh, them in lectures and just play with them on the front row of a lecture and put them away. You just can't get away with taking out a deluxe figure or like having it in your pocket at any time. You know, they're sort of like Transformers portable.
1: <laughs> there are so many jokes I can make right now, but I'm just. <laughs> Not going to <coughs> to do that i'm i'm oh boy <laughs> uh okay for myself uh uh I have all of the cybertron figures uh cybertron slash galaxy force figures displayed right now, though I keep all of their accessories slash guns that aren't transformer or transformation necessary in a big. In two big plastic bags uh, hidden underneath the bottom shelf of the shelving unit that I have. For storage, I try to keep them out of direct sunlight. That's one big thing that I discovered when I was living with my folks a couple of years ago. I had one figure that I kept in kind of direct sunlight near my bed, and I noticed that in the period of about six months, all of his paint on his back had changed color. Well, he
0: got a suntan.
1: Yeah, but it changed from, like, green to, like, this weird fungal purple color. It was it was a knockoff figure. That's why I kept it there. But, yeah, they're not kidding when they say keep it out of direct sunlight, so. But when they're not displayed, I, like Jesse, I keep all the packages except for the basic figures, simply because those there are more basics produced, and those little packages, after about 10 or 15 of them, they, I've got a limited amount of space in my apartment, so those packages went. But when I put them away, I do the same thing you do, Jesse, and I just throw them in plastic bags with their accessories and then throw those plastic bags <laughs> into a bigger container.
0: So for the figures you have on display, how do you have them displayed? Robot mode, uh, alternate mode?
1: It depends. Uh, it all depends on which ones I like better. I normally group the the way I've got the Cybertron stuff displayed is all the leaders and Primus are on the very top shelf, then below that are all the Megas, and then below that are all the deluxes and the basics. And the deluxes and the basics... all the deluxes are in robot mode right now, and all the Megas are, and the leaders, but most of the basics are transformed into their vehicle-slash-beast mode. And then I have all my alternators in all the ones that I have here, they are displayed in uh, their vehicle modes, because I've noticed when they're in robot mode and I close the door, they have a tendency to fall down. And then beneath that are some of my Beast Wars figures. What about you, Curious?
2: Well, I've got my uh, alternators and masterpiece on display, half of them in robot mode and then half of them in vehicle mode uh, with Marvel Mini-Mates driving them. I've currently got a Magneto driving Shockwave <laughs> and... Uh, Great. that is Professor great X driving overdrive with his wheelchair stowed in the back uh, <laughs> 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 that's just the right scale and they fit into the driver seats perfectly yeah. and then uh, on my top of my chest of drawers i've got unicron in robot mode uh, and i use him to hang everything from he's got my bracelets my hairbands, uh, my jewelry uh, my watches a selection of allen keys a couple of uh, badges a uh, sunglasses case, um, an umbrella, uh, more or less everything that I need as I kind of leave the door is kind of uh, stored on Unicron in a very precarious manner.
1: You have an umbrella hanging from Unicron. One of those
2: really portable ones, you know, that you can slip in your pocket. Oh, oh I should actually uh, kind of put it into umbrella. Well, umbra- <laughs> umbrella? mode?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, transform your umbrella into defense yeah, mode. So an
2: umbrella mode and just. I could have Unicron carrying it over his shoulder and l- make him look like a. Nice Victorian lady. and <laughs> But the, the, apart from that, everything is displayed in uh, robot mode because it takes up a lot less shelf space uh, uh, with all the smaller ones at the front and all the bigger ones at the back.
1: Uh, that's why I have my stuff in robot mode, simply because of limited shelf space.
0: Yep, that's... Every figure I have on display, except for the ones that are currently in their boxes, they're all in robot mode, and, and that's the reason why it's it saves space.
1: Now, I want to ask both of you guys, how do you guys handle dust on your figures? I go like
2: this. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually um, got a selection of very big paintbrushes of various sizes which I can use to dust the top surfaces of the figure, and then I can take them off the shelf and then uh, wipe the shelf clean with a bit of polish and put them back again. It's probably the only thing in my room I clean is the uh, Transformers shelves, you know.
1: I use um, uh, Testers makes a little spray can that you can use as a as an airbrush not the best airbrush oh, but air. I use yeah I just used a, a form of canned air that is that doesn't have um what's that really cold substance nitrous nitro no <laughs> crap it's in canned air if you turn it upside down the stuff sprays out and makes things really really yeah, cold it doesn't
2: canned air make everything really sticky as well
1: oh. Uh no, because I use a uh, I use um an old pop filter that I had, and it just sprays through the pop filter, and gets the chemicals in there get caught in the uh, pop filter.
2: It's a bit extravagant and expensive. How many how many transformers have you got on display to spray that way, and how often do you do it?
1: Uh, well, considering I'm currently out of canned air right now, and I'm using a feather duster, <laughs> 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 that
0: could take a while,
1: huh? Yeah, that actually that I have to individually take them off and then just kind of put them on the floor and then just dust them down real quick and then put them back up. Or if I'm really lazy, I just do the thing that Jesse does and pick them up and go. Are <laughs> they a little bit harder than that? And, and then dust just goes get the flying, dust flying everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
2: well, let's give this a go. I've got um, an Armada Galvatron here, and uh, using your suggestion of Countdown, I'm going to try my hair and see if it works. <laughs> Not really! No, that's a bit of a letdown. I won't be using my hairdryer to clean my figures anymore.
0: <laughs> you don't want to meld it.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, this is the first hairdryer on TFWire.com. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, so should we go to listener questions now?
1: Yes, I, I think we've uh, thoroughly killed this discussion topic.
0: <laughs> okay, the first one comes from Ben. Do you, do you want to see transforming food toys such as a hamburger, hot dog or a donut? I already have some. Uh I've got some McDonald's. As, as do I. Yeah,
1: yes. uh back in I I don't know how old you are, Ben, but back in the mid-80s, uh McDonald's actually released a bunch of transforming uh cheeseburgers, fries, and I still have the Big Mac transformer.
0: Yeah, I I got the fry
1: one. I had
2: two of the fry ones, one that turned into a really scary robot with a green head and a big open red mouth, and then one that turned into a cute little doggy as well.
1: (laughs) There was also, I have uh, the shake one, but that one met the end of a baseball bat a couple of years ago.
2: (laughs) Oh, I have the hamburger one, but that just uh, opened up like a hamburger carton does, and the robot was inside, you know, just sat down. A bit like uh, the Happy Meal Mega, no, uh, Unicron they've done. It just opened up and there's a robot sat inside and...
0: Yeah. Wasn't there a pancake one a pancake
1: too? Pancake one. Yeah. I from McDonald's. It was like I don't know There but... was a Big Mac, a hamburger, a shake or drink, a fry, a thing of fries. And I know there was a fifth one, and the pancake one might have been it.
0: Because I don't know if they do this anymore, but uh McDonald's used to serve their pancakes in like the styrofoam container. Yes. And I think yes. I think
1: that's what that one was. I think you're right. Because I remember eating pancakes out of styrofoam when I was a real little. <laughs> yes.
0: And boy were they good. Mm mm.
1: I would quite like
2: to see a transformer uh, done by McDonald's today, which transforms into a salad. That 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 would be quite novel. It's it, <laughs> completely impossible.
1: Yes, Botanica's evil cousin salad. Who cares? <laughs> okay. uh, but to answer your question, Ben, uh, this has been done already. Yes. It's. It's uh, about 20 years ago, roughly. Uh, It's been done, and unfortunately, if we had... If we applied today's technology to (laughs) that, the only real question is, why? Yes.
0: If if you're looking for some uh, better food toys, go buy the Food Fighters. You can find those on uh,
1: eBay. (laughs) Yes, Captain... What was it? Captain Chicken Finger or something. (laughs) I love those figures. And oddly enough, uh, the Food Fighters had a, what was it, a a cheeseburger shooter or something? It was that four-wheeled vehicle? Yeah. (laughs) That thing has been, I have seen that thing in eight or five or six different times. (laughs) I'm just waiting for it to show up in Transformers. It's great. Moving on,
0: question number two. (laughs) Question number two comes from Vectorplex. Do you know if the Masterpiece Starscream will come to U.S. retailers? Don't know for sure, but I'm
1: guessing it's nope. going to. Probably, but nothing has been announced. Though. Like, we said, like Kira said earlier, it's still a prototype.
2: And we're not going to get the Masterpiece trailer coming over to U.S. shores, so uh, there is a slight possibility it won't be.
1: Well, I, I mean, they're dumping all
0: this money into creating this figure. I would think that Hasbro would would release oh, it.
2: You didn't get Masterpiece Magnus in the U.S. either, did you? There's only been Prime. No. No.
0: I'm, I'm not missing
1: out. <laughs> no, I, I I really don't need a figure that has paint chipping off oh, as soon as I get I, it on i both box. him and
2: Prime, and I actually prefer Magnus. He's a uh, much more sober and mature color scheme, and uh, he comes with a black gun. And I, I do actually prefer him, even though his leg does drop off all the time.
0: My uh, 20th Prime comes with a black gun.
1: Yeah, my Prime has a... Uh, Actually, I don't know. See, so he was Comes re- with a big axe.
0: <laughs> yeah. 20th Prime was released over here in two different versions. There was one with the gray gun and one with the black gun.
2: Well, they did some really nice touches with the Masterpiece Magnus cuz uh, they recolored the Megatron pistol to the um previous toy. Was it from the Microman line or uh there was another version of Megatron released before Megatron. They recolored Megatron as that, uh, which is a very
1: Was it uh was it black with a brown yeah, stock? It one. Yeah, that was uh, that was from the Microman. I had a
2: different head in robot mode, which looked a lot cooler than Megatron's. Uh, the Browning yep. or something.
1: Browning was a different character. I think, Brown- I think Browning was uh, a different transformation. It's been a while since I looked into Browning.
0: I just know that there was a uh, a toy that transformed and looked like the uh, G1 Megatron in the cartoon, and I don't know why they didn't use that as the as the figure. Anyone have any ideas what the hell I'm talking
1: about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm I'll just trying to think. i Transformers Ultimate Guide on my shelf. I'll just look at it. <laughs>
2: here we go.
1: <laughs> la 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 la. Yeah. Dead air, dead air, dead air, dead air, dead
2: air. Oh, here we go. Megatron. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Part of the original Takara Microman slash Micro Change Line, the Megatron toy first appeared in 1980, released in a black version, modelled on the wealth of p 38 this early version was followed up by a silver/slash grey variation, later revived as E Hobby Megaplex, uh, and then a special uh, Uncle edition with various attachments, uh, which then went on to become Transformers Megatron. But uh, it doesn't—it shows them both here, but neither of them have a different head to Megatron. But this is a very inaccurate guide.
1: Well, also you have to remember that there were a couple of guns made. Oh yes, there's
2: also here we go, Microman Browning. Uh, that's got a different head sculpt and much beefier, stocky arms. And uh, less flimsy legs.
1: But that wasn't, mate, was that a Walter P-38, or was that a Glock?
2: Um, the Transformers Ultimate Guide does not say. <laughs> it, 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 burn the book, burn Micromance it! Browning, it just says.
0: Okay. Well, all I know was that there was a, uh, a G1 toy commercial that featured this Megatron, and it was animated. And it didn't look like the the Megatron in the cartoon that we got and it was based off one of those uh one of those other guns.
1: Hmm. Have
0: you guys seen that commercial? I no, I, I don't remember I, which figures it was for, but
1: uh I think I've got it on my computer. I might have to oh, dig it up. Oh shoot. I know that there was a there was a line released around the same time as Transformers that had it had the uh it had the gun, it had a binoculars, it had a soundwave clone. It had a um, a little, I guess, like a a change machine, a cash register. It had a bunch of stupid little things like that. It it also had a, a periscope that wasn't Perceptor. It was kind of Perceptor, but really, really bad quality. It was like a knockoff line.
0: <laughs> and now that we've gotten so far off topic from Masterpiece Star yes, cl- close the
2: program.
0: yes
1: um, tangent. <laughs> Yes, tangent yes.
0: ahoy. Okay, so our last question. This one comes from Agent X. The Japanese style of television writing for Energon and Cybertron. Love it, like it, or loathe
1: it. Based on uh, what we got for Cybertron versus Galaxy, bases. Uh, Energon and Cybertron do not hold a candle to Superlink and Galaxy Force, in my opinion. I just the voices, the storyline. Storyline are kind of the same, but thank God the Japanese version doesn't have rap music in the beginning. <laughs> and no offense to Curious, but it's English rap music.
2: That's okay, we've got very few true rappers in England. No vanilla yes, ice please. over there? Vanilla ice, didn't he do uh, the ninja rap for turtles?
0: <laughs> go, yes, ninja, ninja
2: go, rap.
1: Ninja, go. Go. <laughs> Please stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, these cartoons, man, the, la- the last, let's see, how many was it? Armada, Cybertron, yeah, the last three. I mean, they've just sucked. Well, Armada... I, I didn't like Armada's him at all. Armada's
2: probably the best. I mean, you're going to scream heretic at me now. What? Well, <laughs> but Armada, Armada, Armada was, was the, the best, best because uh, there were episodes in the first half or quarter of the series where they had an actual plot, you know, they had a mini.
0: No, 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 no. D- did you watch Carnival? Yes, I, I saw Carnival.
2: I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, but you could watch the episodes out of order, and, you know, they'd find the Minicon signal, find the Minicon, oh, we've got the Minicon, and the Decepticons have gone. And you could watch the episode uh, out of order, completely alone, unlike the Cybertron and uh, the other series, Superlink.
1: Superlink. I I really hated Pokéformers, um, but when it got to kind of the middle, once they collected all the Minicons and then they got off Earth, the show didn't suck as much, but it's just as bad in the Japanese version. <laughs> it It's just as horrible. There's no real difference. It's just bad in... Armada is just bad <laughs> no in, <arguments> both, here. <laughs> in both incarnations. Superlink versus Energon. There is a little bit of a difference. The writing in Energon is not as good, but it's not god awful. It's watchable.
0: Now, now, what did you guys think of Robots in Disguise? Because uh, now, I I actually liked that that uh.
1: I like, yes, Yes. Uh, it was good in both. I've seen both. It's good in both. Um, there's no... My only issue was they cut... Because of 9-11, they cut my favorite episode out of the English version. And that was the Tower episode. It was probably the silliest episode, but it was still oh, my I've favorite episode.
2: episode.
1: What happened in the Tower version? Uh, <laughs> as typical in... Japanese shows like this the villains aren't exactly competent as you well know and they tried to bomb this tower that was like the largest tower in the world or something and all the human the two human characters that are in the show were on the tower and the Decepticons or Predacons ended up being underneath it and they ended up carrying the entire tower throughout the city. <laughs> and I it's just one of those episodes that you just kind of look at and you're like, "That's hysterical. It's just funny because it's so stupid." And it turns out that you know the tower's fine in the end, but the US, the US has never shown the dub. They've cut the dub. They've never shown it. It's never been seen. I don't even know if it's in the box set. That, is there? Is there a box set for yes. RID? Uh, yeah, in, in, Europe? in Europe. I don't even know if it's in that box set or not.
0: I so but, wish they would release it over here.
1: Yeah, I, I do too. I think it would do very well.
0: Okay, so is that it for this week?
1: Well, to answer Agent X's question... Um, the Japanese, in the last couple of incarnations, except for R.I.D., has been much better. In my opinion.
0: I still hate it.
2: <laughs> I I think that uh, it alters the entire Transformers experience, making it part of an arc rather than a series of one-offs, and it caters to different people.
0: Get back to the uh, having the U.S. develop the series, and I'll, I'll be happy.
1: And make it not suck, and don't give Transformers the same southern accent for three different characters.
0: Make it like Beast Machines, and I'll be a, I'll be happy.
1: But make it not totally suck at parts.
0: <laughs> okay, so that's all we got this week, right?
1: Yep, that's it. Uh, once again, congratulations on your graduation Awa. Hope you're partying hard. Not
2: really.
0: Okay, now on to our sponsor. BigBadToyStore.com is your source for not only all of the latest Transformer figures, but for all of the latest toys in general. They are currently taking orders for the upcoming Masterpiece Starscream and the newly announced Masterpiece Convoy with Trailer, both of which are slated for a release this September. While you're at BigBadToyStore.com, you can also check out the newly released Star Wars Transformers like the Clone Trooper, the Emperor's Imperial Shuttle, and the Jango Fett Slave One, and be sure to take a look at the earlier figures as well as they are currently on sale. And don't forget to check out some of the newer Cybertron figures like Nemesis Breaker, Dark Crumple Zone, and the Cybertron Defense Scattershot, all of which are currently in stock. And now
1: we're done. (laughs) This is Matrix Prime signing off. This is Spada saying goodnight, everybody. This is
2: Curious saying transformin'. Chill out. No, I'm not your enemy. I'm not a spy. I am on your
0: side. But you hang me out to try. You know, know that it's not me. A I man has said someone did you out.